Welcome to another episode of Not So Vanilla. I am your host, Chloe, and this is the place, the open space, where you and I can discuss the not-so-traditional ways of living your most authentic life. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Not So Vanilla. Now, I am extremely sorry that we are a day late with this episode. I had every intention to get this out yesterday, but in all honesty, I got in from LA in the morning and it just wasn't going to happen. I was just not going to get this podcast out. So I'm going, okay, well, look, sometimes we set a goal and sometimes we don't achieve it and that's okay. So lesson learned, guys, be more organized um, moving forward for me. So look, anyway, moving on, keeping it real. Let's, um, let's dive in, shall we? So yeah, obviously I am back in Australia. I did not get uh, kidnapped to my mother's relief. I'm safe. I'm well after what could be described. Oh gosh, how do you even, how do I even describe my week? Um, I actually can't really describe it. Uh, I think talking about it, the experience in a little bit more detail might, um, might share some more insight into that instead of me trying to give it some descriptive term, but let's just count and say that I've come back and I'm a whole new woman. Um, I'm changed. I'm inspired. Uh, my creative juices are flowing. Um, and yeah, it, um, it definitely met and exceeded expectations. So look, um, what else is happening in my life at the moment? Well, I'm uh, just coming back from overseas, taking it easy this week, uh, just getting back into the swing of things, routine. Uh, Theo's back here. He had his little farm stay. Um, whenever I go on a holiday, I send Theo back back home to where my family lives in the country and he has a jolly old time being a bit of a farm dog. So he had a great time, but he's back now. We're in routine, our morning walks and, you know, just getting back into CrossFit, um, doing that four or five times a week and, yeah, just cracking on with my little projects. Got obviously this podcast, um, The Spread, which is my foodie blog that I do. Um, I'm in the process of signing off another really exciting role. So I will keep you posted on that. And yeah, just a couple of other bits and pieces. But you know what it's like, you get back from overseas, it feels like it didn't even happen um, because you just get back into the swing of things so quickly. Now, a warning to those listeners who might be looking for something PG rated. This is definitely not it. <laughs> we are going to get a little bit raunchy. We are going to be talking about things that are extremely unconventional and probably going to cause some debates um, and some risque conversations. So if you are not up for that, then this is definitely your time to opt out. If you are under 18, please avert your ears. This is not suitable for you. And if you are my mother, I know you have been listening to every episode, but perhaps this is the one that you don't tune into. Any other family members, I'm warning you right now, this is your opportunity to opt out if you do not want to hear some raunchy things about me. Um, so I'm giving you a warning. This is it. You can you can uh, turn it off right now, right now, or if you're up for it, let's go on a ride. I want to talk a little bit about our story as it does cover the topics we're going to cover today. The first one being talking about BDSM. What even is it? Let's break the stigma. What does it What does it mean, and how has it been for a newbie like myself um, on an experience level? How has it affected my life, and how it is, has it affected my life for the better? Uh, we'll be tying it all back to being your most authentic self, not having to change yourself for someone else, and being okay with presenting who you truly are to the rest of the world. Okay, BDSM. Oof, yeah, we're going there. Woo! Now, look before we get into it, I 
just want to point out that I am not a sex therapist. I am not a professional in this space. These are just pure observations based on my own personal experience. So if you are seeking professional advice, please go and seek it. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Um, so please have a look there if you do want to get some more um, professional guidance. But if you're here for a bit of a listen and entertainment, let's enjoy the ride together. <laughs> so BDSM. What does it actually stand for? So B is for bondage, D is for discipline, S is for sadism, and M is for masochism. Well done, class. <laughs> now, generally, it will be in a sexual context. Um, well, that's what it's been viewed as mostly, but there are actually a lot of other areas that it can fall into. Um, so, you know, when we think of BDSM, a lot of people immediately think chains, whips, and punishment, you know, being tied up and gagged, being told you're a bad girl. And look, of course, there's, a, you know, a few elements to that, but it's really not not what it is at all. Um, that's a very small, small part of it. Um, but it, it does go a lot deeper, no pun intended, um, than, than that surface level kind of thing. So, of course, um, it is a spectrum. Uh, there's plenty of ways to incorporate BDSM into a relationship without it being sexual. I think we have been subjected to a bit of a glamorized or fantasized version of what it is um, through books or something, you know, very popular, it's 50 shades of gray. Um, now that was a movie, obviously, I think we all know that movie um, that came out and it was about, I guess it essentially was a BDSM relationship. Um, but there was a lot of, uh, and I guess it wasn't uproar, but um, a lot of the BDSM community just said it was such a terrible portrayal of what BDSM actually is because it was all about, um, it, it purely was based on sex. Um, and there was just like this real manipulation and control uh, where it was like someone didn't have any, I guess, power or choice over what they were doing. And yeah, it was quite toxic, um, their relationship. So it's really not what it's about. Um, I think that was just a very fantasized, um, fantasized version. Um, look, I, I, as I said, I'm definitely not an expert. I'm very new to the whole scene of only being in what would be a BDSM relationship for about six months or so. So I'm still learning lots of things. Um, but what I have experienced, like the, the sexual element, yes, it's there obviously, but there is so much more to it. So there are actually these specific titles within the world of BDSM and, and people can choose to identify with those. You've got like your standard, you know, submissive or dominant, uh, generally going to be the most popular ones. Then there are variations of those. Um, and what I found really interesting is that not one size fits all, you know, you can, you can identify with a certain type, uh, but then you can make it your own. So for me, in the light of day, I'm always putting myself out there, controlling all aspects of my life, living independently, creating my life in my way. And I, I thrive in it. You know, I, I'm super energized. Um, I love living the way that I live. Um, though in BDSM land, I actually identify as a submissive. I know whenever I tell people, they, they're like, what? I thought you would totally be a dominant. I'm like, no, quite the opposite. I am completely submissive. And more on that, I am a service submissive. Um, so meaning it, I naturally fall into a space where I like to submit and serve. <laughs> oh God, it sounds pretty crazy when I put it out there and um, for everyone to listen. But look, before I get a million calls of people saying, oh my God, Chloe, what are you doing? Are you okay? Let me explain. It is not what it seems. I still hold my power completely. But each day I choose to relinquish it to my partner who one would identify as the dominant in the relationship. So when we are in the space of BDSM, I surrender. And when I do, 
that feeling for me means that all my stresses, my pressures in life, the demands of the outside world fall away from me as my partner takes all of this on board. Um, it's honestly a feeling of complete euphoria. I feel at peace. I feel at ease. And the craziest thing about it all is that I feel completely re-energized to tackle anything that comes my way outside of this space or in the bedroom. One of the things that I find is the most transformative in this space is the relinquishment of power um, and how, oh, how much of a release it is. You know, I, I'm able to hand over my power to this person and then he is in control of how we, how we, um, you know, communicate or how we are together. And from an outside perspective, someone might say, oh my God, he's controlling you, but it's not that. So I'm choosing to give my power. So I'm choosing for him to control what happens in our relationship in the BDSM space. And at the core of all of this is an obscene amount of consent and trust. So before you actually get into all of this BDSM stuff and what happens in scenes and, you know, the way that you work together, communicate, there's so much conversation and communication around what that looks like. Um, so let me go back to the very beginning when we first started seeing each other um he you know we went on a few dates and he immediately recognized that i was someone that portrayed a bit of a mask of sorts presenting myself to the world as someone i thought everyone wanted me to be as opposed to who i really was um so the version of me relinquishing my power was him letting was letting him see the real me and helping me understand what that really was um you know our relationship involves me giving away the reins of my mind and body to him all the while having a stronger voice than I've ever had before, ever had in my entire life. You know, as, as I am someone that exerts a high amount of authority, energy and control in my outside life, being able to relinquish that in a private setting is an extremely cathartic experience. Um, and as my, as my partner says, you know, being the submissive, I am the one in the relationship with this higher level of power as I can choose to take it back whenever I desire. You know, and giving someone your power in such a consensual, trusted and structured way is an intrinsically profound way of making yourself more powerful. You know, I have personally never had as much energy as I do now in my work. I'm the most in tune with who I am as a person and I'm extremely confident in and am finally okay with being my most authentic self through this connection that I've formed with this person. Um, and as I said, the amount of trust and communication that goes into building the foundation of this kind of relationship is huge. So, you know, we had these few meetings and then between the months of, gosh, it would have been October all the way through to, to February and the sixth, you know, sixth of March until we saw each other, we talked every single day. Like we would talk for hours at hours, most days, um, just talking about our needs, desires, wants, who we are as people, understanding all of our ins and ins and outs. Um, and then we would, talk in depth about what our BDSM relationship would look like. You know, we have um, a journal and in the journal, it's, it's a, I think it's like 30 pages long or something. We would write scenes about what we wanted to do and how we wanted to behave and how we wanted to be with each other. So it's interesting that when you are with each other, you know, when we, when we were with each other, just in LA, um, we knew what to, we knew what each other wanted. We knew what we would 
uh, what to expect. Of course, you know, there were some nuances there and um, we hadn't seen each other for, you know, five and a bit months. So it was a bit of like, you know, a little bit of that awkward tension at the beginning, like, oh my God, it's really you. It's really me. Oh, how do we do this? Um, but then, you know, we got into the flow of things and it was spectacular. Uh, and there were little hidden things and surprises that we developed along the way. And that was just phenomenal. Like it was, oh, I don't know, it's one of those, it's a relationship where communicate, I've never communicated with someone so much in my life. I've never had a deeper understanding of myself with someone and I've, and I've never felt as at ease with someone in my entire, I've never felt at ease with someone on such a level where I can have everything stripped away and I can be completely raw in showing who I really am and not being afraid of any kind of judge, judgment. You know, I had these moments of, um, I, I remember there was a, a moment where I laughed at a joke that we made, we we're out, outside or something. And um, the way I laughed, it just, I don't know, I've never laughed that way. It sounds really weird. And, but it's just because there's no, hiding of anything uh you're never feeling this fear of being judged for any flaw that you have um you never have a fear of doing something silly or doing something wrong because that person knows exactly who you are exactly what is underneath every all of those layers and they've seen the good the bad and the ugly and there and it's okay um the whole point of being in a big bdsm relationship is being able to uncover the most authentic version of you and to get pleasure from that so it's extremely euphoric uh, and it's something i've never experienced before and i don't know if i'll ever be able to go back so here we are um you know i i think it's there's this really misconstrued idea of bdsm that it is this violent thing um where people get people um i don't know just want to spank each other and whip each other and tie people up in chains and look obviously there is there is definitely an element of that and um you know there's different ways you can explore that and that can be a lot of fun but that's not the main priority of what it's all about so it is um a very well-rounded type of relationship um and Obviously, it's not going to be for everyone, but, you know, I hope that talking about it, touching on it a little bit today can reduce a bit of that stigma around what it's all about. So um, I guess that's a little bit more about our relationship. Uh, look, you know, something I was also encouraged to do was um, look more into the BDSM community. So there is an entire community of people out there that engage in these type of relationships, like thousands of people thousands i had no idea and then i found certain forums certain um online internet communities just an amazing array of people and such a spectrum um and one of the things that i just i just really oh, i don't know it was so refreshing um any kind of event or meetup or experience that i've been to that uh involves this community of people is that you are in a space where people are able to express who they truly or like and authentically are. So, you know, you've got people walking around in different costumes, people, you know, being who they 
ultimately desire to be under under the um i guess image they portray to society so it's this really sacred space almost because um everyone's really respectful uh there's no judgment it's a very trusting environment you can you can be whoever you want to be and no one is going to judge you for that so it's pretty unreal the type of experience you can have there so i um I thought today I would share maybe a couple of little uh, experiences that I've had venturing out into the BDSM community. So um, what you will find is that they have these, you know, you know, little meetups or parties or munches that they, that they, um, they put together to meet new people. So um, I was able to go to one of these, these meetups and the first one, you know, uh, I'm very much someone that I just put myself out there. I'm like, you know what? Um, as long as I'm safe, I'm as long as I'm looking after myself and making smart decisions, that I'm that I'm okay. So, you know, I got myself um, I got myself a, you know, a ticket to one of these events, and it was literally at a bar in the city, um, and it was a meetup of sorts um, for the BDSM community. And you know, I got myself an outfit. I was in like this <laughs> this one piece fishnet outfit thing um I was wearing like a leather jacket I had boots on I had like this cool collar I was like who am I um had my hair out red lips I was like yep ready to ready to um let's get immersed in this culture hilarious I um I got in the uber and the uber guy he looks around to me and he like did a double take and he was like oh uh heading up the evening and I'm like yeah just getting started <laughs> oh god god can you imagine just like picking up someone and they're in like some fishnet onesie and a leather jacket cool and a collar like wearing like some kind of collar thing with a chain on it like oh dear anyway i get to this bar and um the event was on a like level three or something and i'm lining up outside and there's this is just as i said in the city and there's normal people well normal people people that are dressed in civilian clothes sitting standing outside in the line and then there's me in this like outfit and the bouncer um is getting these people in and then he looks at me and he's like you're here for the event and i go yeah <laughs> in my head i'm like what do you think like no i just rock up, i rock up in these kind of outfits like on my own accord you know just just casually going out for a little beer just in my little fishnet like whatever Anyway, I um, get into this, uh, get into this um, meetup and, you know, get to the entrance and it's got people dressed up in these extremely kinky costumes. And I'm just like, whoa, here we go. I'm diving right in. Um, and yeah, I got a ticket, went in and <sighs> it was amazing. Like it was, you walked in and I remember looking to my, looking to my right and there was like this open dance floor and there was like, there was a chick there with a horse tail. There was someone dressed up as a dog. There was someone in like full leather, like gimp mask. And then there were all these people in these different kinds of outfits. And I was like, and they were just living, you know, they were living their, their, living their best life. And I'm like, get it. This is awesome. Like you can be whoever you want here and no one cares. Like no one is judging you. You can let your freak flag fly to the nth degree and everyone's going to cheer you on for it. It was just amazing so you look over to your right there's like people just dancing and having a great time um then you look to your left and there's like this room and it's got this massive cross and it's like this big wooden cross and people get like tied up on the cross and people are getting like flogged on the cross <laughs> it's so kinky it's really hot i'm just like oh my god and me i'm just i wanted to go as an observer i didn't want to go and fully experience like i didn't um i wasn't 
going to be like, yeah, whip me. I was going to just have a bit of a look, suss it all out. So I'm just sitting there on a couch by myself and there's like, you know, a, a, um, I guess a, a lesbian couple um, in front of me and, you know, one chick was bent over a spanking station and then her partner was like, um, spanking her with like her hand and then she brought out like this paddle and she was just going for gold and everyone was just like watching and it, uh, <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing is that I never felt like it was creepy you know it was just people having these awesome experiences getting a bit freaky getting a bit sexual and everyone just like thriving you know it was like yeah let's let's dance let's get let's you know let's get a bit freaky let's get someone over a flogging station and let's like let's cheer them on let's love it you know and you'll find at these events that um everyone is very extre- like extremely respectful you know there's all these rules and values in place like if you come in and you're wasted um for, for example you won't you won't be allowed in like everyone they call it um you know when you go into these parties uh, and you're uh, participating in certain activities, um, they call it play. So if you want to play, uh, meaning if you want to, you know, be flogged or whipped or whatever it is, um, you you have to play sober. So everyone's sober. Uh, it's not like this drunk affair. Um, and everyone is extremely respectful. Like you can't touch anyone else without their consent. So you'll, you'll see that, um, people will walk past you and they'll put their hands up because they don't want to accidentally touch you without your consent. Um, everyone is so friendly. I, I was welcomed with open arms. Everyone was like, Oh, Hey, like, what's your story? What are you doing here? Tell us a bit about yourself, blah, blah, blah. So then I, you know, um, educated them on what I was doing and what I was and why I was there. And it was just so welcoming and everyone, everyone lets you be you and gives you your place there. So it's, um, yeah, it was an unreal experience to see that. And of course, like I'm sitting there with, with like a drink in hand watching some, I think, um, at the t- there was another one where this, yeah, this chick was, um, literally her hands and legs were like tied up on this cross and someone's got this like full on flogger and just whipping her. And then you look over in another corner and someone's doing shibari, which is where they tie you up in ropes and that. And I'm just like, what is this world? It's just so out there. And it was just eye opening, and I loved every bit of it. So obviously I was then hooked at that point. I was like, oh yes, this is amazing. I can be whoever I want to be and no one gives a shit. Another event that I went to following that uh, specific experience was more of a sex focused one. Um, Now I did not participate in any sexual experience though. Again, I was going to observe, um, but it was held in a space where uh, people are able to have sex. Um, So, you know, there's three different levels. You walk in, there's like this open area where you've got a pool table, lounges, the dance floor, people are socializing, and then you can go upstairs and these beds, there's like three beds and there's another uh, like up against the wall that these other beds together and they're like put there for orgies. Um, so <laughs> God, it's just, it's absolutely wild that there's this whole community out there of people that get into this and like, come on, who doesn't want to have a bit of an experience of that? Who doesn't want to check that out and see what it's all about? I think that's what drove me. Like I'm, I'm a very curious mind. I, I love, you know, seeing what, Uh, experiences people have and what people are into so 
you know, being able to go to a venue like that and again, observe. And, you know, I was walking across one level and again, there was like a big wooden cross set up and there was this woman tied up and she was beautiful in this amazing lingerie. And there was this guy that played out this whole sequence of impact play and like impact play is exactly as it sounds where you've got like a, you know, you might have a flogger, a paddle, um, whips, things like that. And people, um, get pleasure from pain. Um, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> um, <laughs> told you, mom, you don't want to listen to this. Um, yeah. And so again, all very consensual, um, you know, you watch the conversation take place and there, you know, there was a guy there and he had like a bag of all his, um, toys and he'd go up to this woman who was obviously submissive and liked, um, pain for pleasure. And they'd have a conversation around what she likes, um, what he can do and how that would play out. Um, so then they'd put a system in place of safe words and, you know, if things are too hard, then what she needs to say, if she wants him to keep going, what she, what does she need to say for that? So, you know, it's definitely not this thing where someone just gets tied up and this guy goes for gold and whips her until she bleeds, like far from it. It's very much, you know, they both want to get pleasure out of the situation. So it's all about what do you need from me to feel good and vice and, you know, both ways. Um, so, you know, you'd see scenes like that and then, you know, you can walk upstairs and there's like this room where you can look in, there's a sex swing and people are going for it. And I'm just like wandering around just going, Oh yeah, just casually, just, you know, casual Saturday night, just walking around a sex club, whatever. Um, you know, you've got rooms where there's chains across the room and people are, you know, having threesomes or doing whatever they, um, whatever they, getting up to with their partner they might try and invite you in things like that again consensual people put their arms up so they don't touch you inappropriately um they've got these things like uh um these people called dungeon monitors um so people that are walking around ensuring that everyone's being kept safe and there's no um no bad behavior happening and if anyone is being inappropriate or harassing people then they get asked to leave um so yeah it's it's this unreal experience to be a part of and um you can go into this room with all the beds and that's like, I remember I was literally sitting on like a bench up against a wall, just like watching all this sex happen around me. I'm just going, this is wild. Like people are, this is literally like an orgy and I'm just like sitting there watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, as you do, there's like another big station where someone else is getting whipped and flogged. Oh, it's just, it's, it is an assault of the senses in the greatest way possible. Um, and again, then you can go downstairs to the dungeon where they've got like, uh, areas of where people are getting tied up and people are getting attached to the roof and swinging around and all this crazy stuff. And, you know, it's, um, just awesome to see people experiencing their ultimate pleasure in this, in such a safe space. So there are a couple of the experiences that I have, uh, been exposed to. Um, there's a couple more that I went to and, and we'll go into more detail on that at another time, because I did, I did actually, uh, put myself in an experience at one of them. Um, probably not what you think it would be, uh, but it was, it was, <laughs> I actually had a friend with me there at the time. Um, and it was just one of those stories that I will never forget and I will never forget the experience. And it was honestly incredible. So I can't wait to share that with you all um, at some point. Um, but look, I guess I just wanted to share a couple of those experiences to just show some, uh, share some insight into what that world is like um, and how fascinating it can be for someone who is new to the scene like me. Um, and I think what is most important about all of that is how welcomed I was, how friendly everyone was, how there was no judgment, how I could walk in there. Obviously I was a little bit shy. Um, I was a little bit 
oh god like what is this am I going to be okay like am I going to you know who am I going to meet it's like am I just going to be this loner and it just was completely the opposite and I felt so comfortable um so just imagine like going into a space where people are getting flogged literally on a wooden cross and you've never felt so comfortable in your entire life not sure what that says about me uh definitely that I'm a kinky kinky kind of freak um but I'm all about it and I love it so again look there's this continuous theme through my episodes um you know these episodes is and that is all about being authentic um being okay with who you are inside and out taking the time to discover that and just owning it because the more in tune with who you are the more your uniqueness will show and the more attractive you'll be the more drawn people will be to you you know have you ever met those people that are unapologetically themselves with almost no filter how do you feel when you look at them or around them i know for me it's this sense of wow this person knows exactly who they are i can feel that this energy radiating from them i feel that i can connect with them and their energy is absolutely electric you know i strive to be that kind of person i would love to meet someone and for that person to think, wow, Chloe is just who she is and she absolutely owns that unapologetically and it is so attractive and so amazing to see. Um, I think I'm still on my journey to get there. Like I still have work to do. I still have days where I'll fall back into my old ways and I, you know, will have moments of self-doubt, insecurities, which is completely normal. But I think I'm continuing to work along that path of just being completely okay with who I am as a person um, and letting that shine. I think the fact that I'm talking about me going to uh, BDSM parties and being um, in a kinky relationship is really putting my true self out there. Uh, And I'm, you know, I am the happiest that I've ever been. Um, I am the most grounded, the most in tune with who I am at this point in my life. And, you know, the fact that this is the kind of life I'm living to support that says a lot of things about, you know, my own path and, and, you know, what matter, what um, is important to me. And God, it's just so exhilarating to unashamedly be me and put that out there. And I hope that people listening to this can think, you know, if there's something about them that they feel is maybe a little bit weird, a little bit different, a little bit unconventional, that they can not be afraid to let that show, that they can get that out there in the open and that they can be safe and assured in knowing that they are going to be accepted and there are and they are going to be okay because that's exactly the experience that i've had and that takes us to the end of another episode of not so vanilla and i think today we were definitely on the high end of the spectrum of talking about very much not so vanilla things uh so you you are interested in that world of bdsm there is more from where that came from um so stay tuned for more of my experiences a little bit more about that world um in further episodes to come so again i just want to finish this episode by using my mum's quote because again she she just nails it you know this quote kind of just summarizes everything we talk about that whole piece about being authentic um not being afraid to show who you really are, not feeling like you have to conform, not feeling like you need to fit into a mold of what someone else deems appropriate or desirable. So here we go again. The standard you walk by is the standard you accept. Get it, mum. Look, thanks everyone again for tuning in. If you did enjoy today's episode, please give me a star rating on Spotify, share with your networks, and I look forward to chatting with you next Wednesday. Promise it will be on time. Thanks everyone. Have a great week.